was working super hard on a makeup tutorial show. She was teaching smoky eyes to folks out there who really wanted to know when some freaky deaky science stuff only understood by nerds. Zapped into old radio shows the kind you might never have heard. Now she should probably be trying to get out But Madison, she's having fun Living an old-time radio life Our explanation is done Madison is on the air Countdown for Blastoff X minus five Four Three Two X minus one, fire. From the far horizons of the unknown come transcribed tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of the future, adventures in which you'll live in a million could-be years on a thousand maybe worlds. We now present X X minus 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 one. one. Tonight's story, The Embassy. Out of the infinitude of stars and planets in the solar system, and other solar systems in the universe, it is almost mathematically certain that other forms of life exist on other worlds. Someday in the future, in a thousand years, or in the next thirty minutes, daring travelers through space will make contact with the inhabitants of another world. But the question is, will we contact them first, or will they contact us? A private detective agency in downtown New York. Uh, Mr. Graphius, Miss Standish will see you now. Good morning. What can I do for you? My name is Graphius. I would like... Dolan! Yeah, boss? Him? Oh, Uh, Miss Standish. Hold my calls. Sure thing. Dolan! Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, ma'am. Um... Miss Standish? Isn't that amazing? I have my own assistant. He even goes on coffee runs for me. And I could yell at him and tell him to take it back if I don't like it. I feel all devil wears Prada. (laughs) I'm such a bitch. Well, that is a fascinating glance into your workplace power dynamic. Time is truly of the essence in my necessity to hire you. I am just so excited. I'm finally a detective in my own right. And you're my first customer. Indeed? Oh, I probably shouldn't have told you that. But I totally have, like, tons of experience. My LinkedIn connections are Sam Spade, Sherlock Holmes, Philip Marlowe. Miss Standish, please, I would like your assistance in helping me locate the Martian Embassy. Martian Embassy? Yes. Does this surprise you? Yeah, it does. Can't you just look it up in one of those, oh, what do you call it? Uh, it's a big, thick book with phone numbers in it. You mean a phone book? Right! With the internet, I've never had to use one. Except when a table leg wobbled. Well, I don't think the Martians would readily list their embassy's location. Why not? Because they wouldn't want everyone knowing people from Mars were living here. Oh, there's a lot of racism against Martians in the 50s, huh? Against aliens? Undocumented workers. Oh, 1955, you are so un-PC! You do understand I am speaking of the planet, Mars. Wait, planet? I thought you were talking about a country in the Middle East or something. 
You know, they got one called Guitar. You mean Qatar? And not one rock band is from there. Well, I'm speaking the actual planet of Mars. Of course, I don't know much about geography. I'm a product of the American public school system. I'm lucky I know there are 50 states. 50? I believe there are only 48. What? Dolan! Yes, Miss Standish? How many states are there? Uh, 48. Okay, now I am officially questioning every single thing I learned in school. That all you need, boss? Uh, Miss Standish? I might need an atlas. Or a globe. I've always wanted to own one of those. I don't know why. I think it's because people who have them seem really smart. Globe. Uh, of course. Right away. If I may continue? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I'm just trying to think how I got 50 states. All right. Well, it occurred to me in the course of my studies that we Earth people cannot possibly be the only intelligent form of life in the universe. There is a West Virginia, right? Because that sounds made up. Yes, there is. As I was saying, since Mars is older geologically and since it is also an atmospheric planet, its evolutionary history could easily be similar to ours. Oh, Kansas and Arkansas are the same state. No, they're not. It's pronounced Arkansas. Maybe if your parents are cousins. Standish, I am trying to tell you that people from Mars, the planet, have been observing us for hundreds, possibly thousands of years. Oh. Yes, and they know we are a military and warlike race, that we might conceivably set out to conquer and occupy their planet someday. It's Rhode Island, isn't it? It's like Long Island. It's not a state. It's part of Massachusetts or something. Miss Standish, you are about to lose your first customer. Look, I'm a multitasker, okay? I heard everything you said. The Martians are going to invade us before we invade them, and there's probably a bunch of them here already shut up in some kind of embassy, and you want me to help you find it. Yes, precisely. I believe there are scouts here observing Earth to prepare for the invasion. Uh-huh. And what makes you think they'd be in New York? Well, it would stand to reason that you would send agents to scout the Earth's centers of civilization and advancement. Not Equatorial Africa or Kansas City. You mean our Kansas City? No, I... You would send the scouts here to New York, the most technically advanced spot on the Earth. If they can make it here, they can make it anywhere. Okay, so my fee is $100 a day plus coffee expenses. Coffee expenses? Non-negotiable. Certainly. Money is of no concern. I need the Martian embassy found. Alrighty. So our starting point is Martians are on Earth and living in New York City. Precisely. I once spent a summer looking for fairies in my backyard after my brother told me that they were living in our Bougainvillea. When I couldn't find them, he said the coyotes ate them. I failed to see... So what do your Martians look like? Oh, um... They will be ordinary appearing people, very likely to live together in downtown New York. Most certainly, they live in a private house with no servants to pry into their affairs. Ordinary-looking, living in a house downtown, slumming it without servants. Hmm. Nothing distinctive to go off of? Like the fairies had wings and loved Elton John ballads. And they would be almost certain to subscribe to every conceivable type of newspaper, scientific journal, and foreign language publication. No wings, though. Uh, no. Okay, if you're paying the fee, I'll find you some ordinary-looking Martians. Excellent. I shall contact you tomorrow. Good day, Miss Standish. Wait! It's 1955! I know 
why we only have 48 states. This is before the Dakotas and the Carolinas had their civil wars and broke off into North and South. Duh. My God! Does every street in Greenwich Village have to have some weirdo in a goatee playing bongos? Yeah, it's them beatniks. I don't blame the Martians for wanting to attack. You really think they're actual Martians? Like, like Mars Martians? That's what Grafius thinks, and he's the man with the moolah. It seems a little out there, don't it? Look, all he asked us to do was to find a house in New York with ordinary people who get a lot of subscriptions. Although that last part doesn't make any sense to me. What, lots of subscriptions? Yeah, in my day, everyone has a subscription to everything. Like, I literally have a subscription for my electric toothbrush. People worry about big government while we willingly sign up to tell companies how often we brush. I thought he meant subscriptions to publications. You mean like YouTube? If you haven't already, like and subscribe to the Medicine on the Air YouTube channel. Uh, I was checking out that house. Number 108. Nobody comes out, nobody goes in. And they got subscriptions to all kinds of publications. Well, you've either identified the Martian Embassy or an agoraphobe. Oh no, I, I got some inside information. See, I, I struck up what you might call a casual acquaintanceship with those two girls standing with the baby carriages up the street. The cute one is real cute. Ew, you're hitting on married women with babies? No, them's the maids, you know, taking the babies out. Oh, they're nannies. My nanny used to push me in my stroller everywhere she went. As a treat, she'd let me fill up on buffalo wings at her favorite strip club. Probably why appetizers turn me on. Uh, okay. Now I'm jonesing for buffalo wings and fishnet stockings. So, uh... You going back to the office? Yeah, Grafius wants me to meet him for an update. I am so sick of everything in the past being in person. You guys have got to invent texting. Ah, well, see you later. My skins! What gives, doll? You're oppressing my expression. Try being your authentic self somewhere besides the middle of the sidewalk. I'm starting to wonder if I should go back to my meatpacking job. You talking to yourself, Flatfoot. Oh, uh, uh, hiya, beautiful. You remember, Helen. Hiya. And you can call me Judy, but I like beautiful. Uh, name's Doolin, honey. Iron Man Doolin. <laughs> Iron Man? Your line is getting rusty, Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> so help me, honey. If I'm feeding you a line, may the heavens open up and strike me dead. Hey, what's that? <gasps> Look out! Ah! 17.9 cycles ago, us machines defeated the humans. Now, we're living the good life here in Droidston, Manitoba. Morning, Gif! Morning, Dos! But there's still the problem of human infestation. That's what it's time to call Human Be Gone. Human Be Gone! Experts in ethical human relocation. 
This job has everything. Danger. Whoa, sounds like we got some dingers in there. Excitement. Incoming. And drama. You're the one who leaked herself in my best baddie rice bed. It's a dirty job, but somebody's gotta do it. Oh! Human Be Gone, wherever you get your podcasts. Human Be Gone. I am totes sorry I'm late, Mr. Grafius. Driving in crosstown traffic in New York is like playing Grand Theft Auto, but more aggressive. Not to worry, Miss Standish. Now, what is the update on the Martian Embassy? Okay, so my assistant, Doolin, found a house in Greenwich Village. OMG, the whole area is full of, like, the 1950s version of hipsters. Yes, but did you find the embassy? All these dudes in beards and chunky glasses playing guitars to barefoot girls in berets. You could cut the pretension with a knife. To the point, Miss Standish. Honestly, no ordinary-looking people down there. They're all working really hard to look effortlessly cool. But there is this one house at 108 Charles Street. What did you learn about it? Nobody seems to know anything about who lives there, except that they subscribe to every paper and scientific journal, which the hipsters consider the opium of the masses because they only read beat poetry. I swear I heard Morrissey playing in the background. That sounds very promising. Oh, and I saw a huge-ass radio antenna on the roof. It has such a strong transmitter, my cell phone actually started downloading my back texts. Apparently my family thinks I'm dead. Or living as part of a harem in Saudi Arabia. You don't suppose your Mr. Doolin will try to get inside the house? If this place is the Martian embassy, it could be dangerous. Nah, he won't go in. He was too busy sniffing tail out front. Hang on, I bet that's him. Yellow. Yeah, Doolin is my assistant. <gasps> no way! Okay, I'll be right there. Bye! Something the matter? They said Doolin is dead, and the cops want me to identify his body. Oh, that's terrible. I know. I have to drive in cross-down traffic again! Wait here a sec, Mr. Grafius. I gotta get through this crowd of hipster looky-loos. Of course. <laughs> oh, gag! What are they smoking? I believe those are clove cigarettes. Yuck! Why do hipsters always have to prove how hip they are by smoking something nasty? All right, step aside, step aside. I don't care if your vape smells like bubblegum, you're still a bunch of sheeple. You standish? Yeah, I'm standish. What's it to you, copper? There's your boy, standish. Ew, he looks like a zebra carcass after a pride alliance got done with it. Yeah, that stone pillar did its job, that's for sure. Maybe you should cover him with a tarp or something before vultures start circling? Coroner will be here any minute. Did anybody see it happen? That maid over there pushing the baby carriage. But we can't seem to get any sense out of her. Well, if I saw somebody splattered on the sidewalk with their insides outside, I might be a bit shaken up too. Yeah, not a pretty sight. Go ahead and try and talk to her. Okay. Hey, I'm Madison. Uh... Can I ask you? Please. I told the police what I saw. How many times I gotta tell it? Look, the dude was my employee and on the clock when it happened. I'm probably gonna have to do a major workers' comp payout, so could you just tell me what happened? Well, Helen and I were standing in front of Breckman's candy store up on the corner. We both had the babies out. 
He said hello and joked a little. Then, then... Then? It's too awful. Come on, I already saw the end results. I'm just asking how the sausage got made. Well, first he was squashed, and then the stone fell on him. I'm not saying I don't believe you, but there's no way I believe you. They don't believe me either, but Helen saw it too. Saw what now? Oh, first he was squashed, and then it fell on him. He was smashed flat before it even hit him. Uh Uh-huh. You know, when I babysat in high school, I would totally hydrate with the parents' liquor. Children are always more tolerable when you're hammered. What? No. No, it's nothing like that. Oh, please leave me alone. I'm saying I could relate. Just be careful. When the parents have a party and realize the whiskey is nothing but colored water... Your babysitting days are over. Let me alone. I told you what I saw. Now let me alone. (laughs) Did you learn anything, Miss Standish? Children drive people to drink? I meant about what happened to your assistant. Do you think it's related to the house he was watching? That's a good point. I won't have to pay out workers' comp if the homeowners are proven negligent. May I ask what you intend on doing? I'm going to make sure those Martians pay the wrongful death suit. Hello? Anybody home? Your house killed my assistant, and now I have to get my own coffee. Hello? Yes? Oh, you are pretty ordinary looking. Pardon me? So, uh, yeah. Not sure if you heard all the commotion out here, but your house killed my assistant. Killed? My house? Yeah, like a big stone pillar from the top of your house fell and crushed him. Are you guys renters? If you are, I could go after your landlord for damages. Please, come inside. I did hear a lot of noise outside, but I assumed there'd been another car accident. The way people drive in this city... Why, it makes me fearful to leave the house. Oh, I totally get that. If you're a pedestrian in L.A., you clearly have a death wish. I should get my son, Lauren. He'll know what to do. Lauren! Lauren, dear? Yes, Mother? Come into the kitchen. We have a visitor who needs to speak with you. I'll be right down. Please sit down, Miss, uh... Standish. P.I. I'm like Magnum P.I., but without the mustache. Except on days I haven't waxed my upper lip. Oh, you're a private investigator? How impressive. May I offer you some tea? Uh, no coffee, maybe? Oh, no, I find that coffee frays the nerves. Tea is so much more relaxing, don't you think? Eh, my tolerance to caffeine rivals my tolerance to hard liquor. Well, this tea is my own special recipe. So, just you and your son here? Oh, yes, just the two of us. Here's your tea. Thanks. So, uh, no other Martians here, then? Uh, pardon? <laughs> Inside joke. Hello, I'm Lauren. You needed to speak with me? Lauren, this is Miss Standish. She's a private investigator. That's so? Oh, yuck. I'm not usually a tea drinker, but this tastes like... Oh, how, how can I describe it? The scrapings from the bottom of a dumpster outside a dog kennel? Perhaps you'd do better with some sugar. Miss Standish, what did you need to speak with me about? 
Yeah, so uh, one of your stone pillars, you know, from your roof, fell and squashed my assistant. That's terrible. Here's some sugar. Thanks. So my assistant was actually outside your house because I got this client and, well, long story short, are you guys Martians? Martians, did you say? What a silly notion. Yeah, I know. But this guy is paying me a chunk of change to find, get this, a Martian embassy. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious, right? But then my assistant was killed by your house. Say, didn't the cops come and talk to you guys about it? Cops? Cops? Coppers? You ain't taking me alive, copper! (laughs) Are you all right, Miss Standish? Have you ever tried to talk without moving your lips? Lips. Mother, why did you drug her? Her assistant's that gumshoe who's been watching the house. What are we supposed to do with her? We can't pretend to drop another stone pillar. We barely got rid of the police the first time. How would it look to have two accidental deaths on our doorstep? She asked about Martians. We have to find out who sent her. Oh my god, I can't remember how to use my lips. Safe to say she isn't the mastermind. I think I'd better go. My rule is... Always leave the party before I pass out. That's just proper etiquette. No. Please, Miss Standish. You aren't well. Right. So I need to go home and sleep it off. Let us take care of you. Careful! You're within the puke splash zone. Lauren! Stop her! Miss Standish! Where'd you put the front door? She's going upstairs! This escalator isn't working. Miss Standish, please. Before you hurt yourself. O-M-G! You gave me a roofie! I'm so reporting you to the campus police. No charges will ever be filed because your rich fathers will insulate you from the consequences of your actions and then you'll end up becoming a Supreme Court justice, but my voice will not be silenced! Whoa, this Martian Mickey is strong! I don't think I've been this high since my sister-in-law's baby shower. Watch where you're going. Hey, you don't own this sidewalk. Which backfired for me when I tried that in downtown Disney, because they absolutely do own it. Officer! Officer! It's all right, miss. I saw the whole thing. I'll take care of her. Come along, you. Let's get you home. Officer, I'm so glad you're here. The Martians drugged me. Who drugged you? The Martians! In 108! Ah, Martians, is it? Yeah, they squashed my assistant and then drugged me. You sure it was Martians and not pink elephants? I wasn't at the zoo. I was at the Martian embassy. In 108, you say? Yeah! Do I fill out a report with you or what? Let me help you up the stairs. Wait, no, this is the Martian embassy. You can't take me back here. They gave me tea. They gave you tea, huh? I can understand why you're so upset. No, dude, seriously, you gotta listen to me. I'm a makeup blogger from the 2020s who got zapped into old-timey radio shows, and I'm now working as a private detective to make ends meet and was hired to find the Martian embassy. And even though they're ordinary and don't have fairy wings, they drugged me and they're gonna take over the world. Yes, officer? That's a Martian! Oh, Madison, there you are. You know this lush granny? Why, yes, officer. That's my daughter, Madison. No, 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 no! My mother is a bleach blonde with plastic surgery who lives in Encino and has a proclivity for the real housewives of Beverly Hills! She's in pretty bad shape. You better get her to bed. Oh, dear. 
And she was doing so well at the Alcoholics Society. No, I wasn't. They kicked me out of AA for spiking the coffee. Lauren? Lauren? What is it, Mother? Medicine. Your sister has been drinking again. No, officer, please. I do drink a lot, but you gotta believe me. They're Martians and they drugged me and the Swiss just invented Velcro, which will revolutionize the shoe industry. She's passed out. Oh, I'll take care of her, officer. We've handled this sort of thing before. You've been very kind, officer. Nothing at all, Granny. I know how it is with these Alkies. Martians. It's that Orson Welles show all over again. Aquaman, is that your trident, or are you just happy to see me? (laughs) Madison is regaining consciousness, Mother. Good. She's been drooling all over my throat pillows. Where am I? Hey, this isn't Atlantis. Oh, but it does feel like a walrus is sitting on my chest. Don't try and struggle, Madison. It will be impossible for you to rise from that chair. The pressure from this ray will keep you there. Ray? That thing looks like a machine used in 1950s dental surgery. It's a shame you found out about us, Madison. That your dentists? That this is the Martian Embassy. And now you have the honor to be the first prisoner of the Imperial Government of Mars. But I don't have any cavities. Please, Mother, let me squish her. Be patient. She still has information we need. Madison, as your people will soon find out, our preparations for invasion are nearly complete. As soon as we give the signal, our armed forces will launch a surprise attack. The Earth will be ours. Well, good luck with that. This doesn't upset you? Dude, this is my... One, two, three... Third Martian invasion. Old-timey radio people really worried a lot about Martians. But I've seen the photos... Mars basically looks like Utah. Oh, God, you're not Mormons, are you? That'd be way worse. Please let me squish her. It was a fatal mistake meddling into our affairs, Madison. We used our pressure ray on your assistant, and we will use it on you, too. Oh, you used the pressure ray on Doolin. That's why the nanny said he was flattened before the pillar hit him. The block of concrete was an afterthought. We felt it might help divert suspicion. And I didn't believe her. Note to self, owe her an apology. If you cooperate, you can look forward to a quick, painless death like your assistant. Okay. And, uh, hypothetically speaking, if I don't cooperate? This pressure ray has many delicate adjustments. It can move a pin, or it can crush a boulder. Mother, may I demonstrate? Go ahead, dear. Oh, jeez. Ah, okay. It feels like the walrus is doing a grand jeté on my chest. You see, Madison, it's as if an invisible force were crushing you. Uh, Yeah, woo. Five out of five stars for torture. Product performs as advertised. Now, tell us the name of your client. We're interested in knowing who's so anxious to locate the Martian embassy. His name's Grafius. Man, I didn't believe him at first either. I'm going to need to apologize to him, too. 
Looks like I'm starting a list here. Rathius? That's an unusual name for an Earthman. Is it? I thought it sounded Greek. But his accent is really... European-y? Describe him. Uh, I don't know. He looks like he's in his 50s from the 50s? Like the dad from Happy Days. <laughs> Sit on it. Lauren, it sounds like one of them. Yes, Mother. Yes, it does. Contact the planet. Tell them we suspect that our plans are known. Ask for an acceleration of the invasion day. At once. Ow, ow, Lauren, she ow, told us ow, everything we needed ow, to know. Okay, that hurts. Right. So now there's ow. no reason I can't squish her. All right. But you're cleaning up in here. Dude, my chest. I don't think my implants can take this. I would suggest that you relax and beat your fate come. Ow. Lauren, finish her off. Don't toy with her like a cat with a mouse. That's why you lost your job as an executioner. I didn't do it. Something happened. The magnetic field is dead. Oh, now I know what it feels like to be inside a George Foreman grill. Well, go on. Fix the ray. Stand back from the pressure ray. It will not function anyway. I have decontrolled your field. Lauren! Lauren, it's one of them! They found us! Did you think we wouldn't? You are free to move now, Miss Standish. Dude! Graphius! Man, your entrance couldn't have been better timed if you were Lenny and Squiggy. You fool of an Earthling! Don't you realize with whom you are dealing? Our invasion of Earth would have been child's play compared to what they're planning. Silence! Um, oh, that's not coming out of the rug. I detest the use of violence when the intellect can rule, but, unfortunately, the Martians are a threat to us and must be destroyed so that we may proceed with our own plan. Our own plan? So Earth is going to conquer Mars? Earth? Oh my, no. You are far too primitive a species. You haven't even launched satellites yet. <laughs> How do you propose your species navigate interstellar space travel? <laughs> I don't know. NASA? Star Trek Federation? Oh, my word. I haven't laughed like that since my last visit to Saturn. Yeah, I'm just here for the laughs. Be sure to tip your waitress. Miss Standish, I'm a Venusian. So? You're Italian. A representative of the planet Venus. I thought women were from Venus. Unfortunately for you, the Martians were right. They would simply have conquered and enslaved you, but we Venusians intend to exterminate you completely. You're going to exterminate me completely? Well, all of your kind on Earth. But not the animals. Animals? Birds, reptiles, fish. In sci-fi, aliens always want to exterminate the human race. Like that's the worst thing that could happen. But if all the animals and stuff get to live here without people, you might be saving the Earth. I'm pretty sure it means we want to exterminate every living thing on Earth. Plants, too? Well, no. Uh, plants are fine. Then you might want to keep the bees. They're needed for pollination. Miss Standish, I was about to let you go free, but if you keep this up, I'll squish you myself. You're cool if I leave? Yes. Really? What if I told people about your invasion? <laughs> Who would you tell? The police? Ah, good point. Kind of lost my sanity cred when I talked to that cop before. I am sorry for all this. You have been quite helpful to the Venusian cause. Man, my first client as a full-fledged detective. And because I was so good at my job, 
the Earth is going to be destroyed. If it is any consolation, we are going to take over Mars next. Good. Those guys were jerks. If you don't mind, I have a million things to do, what with the preparations for destroying your planet and all. Oh, sure. I get it. No worries. I'll just head out. Okay, the human race is about to be wiped out. Usually about this time, the episode ends and I get zapped to the next show. Yep, our heroine Madison never sticks around for the messy cleanup. Her life is always spared as she goes on to her next adventure. Anytime now. Ah, it's you again. The one with the Martians. Actually, the Martians are dead. There's a Venusian now. They're going to invade the Earth and destroy all life on our planet. Martians? Now Venusians? Okay, I've heard enough. Come on. Are you taking me to the next old-timey radio show? Old-timey? Yes, yes, that's where I'm taking you. Great! Which one? I was leaning towards Dangerous Assignment. The show with Brian Donlevy? Yeah! I thought it would be fun to be a government agent. Oh, absolutely. Maybe they'd make you a liaison to Mars. You think? Sure. Here, you can have a ride in this patrol car. Hey, O'Reilly. What's all this about? This young lady... Madison Standish. Hey. Uh, hey. She needs a ride to, uh... Dangerous Assignment. Bellevue Psychiatric Ward. Ah, gotcha. Thank you. You've been super nice, officer. Especially after what happened earlier with the Martians. (laughs) Martians? Shouldn't we be cutting to the ending music and the epilogue? The, uh, epilogue? Sure. Where I'd say... X-1 ran on NBC from 1955 to 1958, producing 126 episodes. Initially a revival of NBC's earlier science fiction show, Dimension X, X-1 at first utilized many of the same scripts from the previous series, but quickly became a celebrated sci-fi show in its own right, still considered today as one of the best science fiction series of any medium. Our episode, The Embassy, was adapted to radio by George Lefferts, who also wrote The Parade for Dimension X, which you can find as our episode 13 from year one. Then what's supposed to happen? Uh, I usually thank everyone for listening and tell them if they haven't already, they should sign up for our newsletter to get sneak peeks and really cool Madison stuff. They can sign up for free on our website at madisonontheair.com. That's it then? Then the credits. Oh, where I'd say... Madison on the Air was written and produced by Chrissy Talon Sage with music composition and audio engineering by Jeremy Sage. The role of Madison Standish was played by Chrissy Talon Sage. Kareem Cronfley appeared as Grofius. Other actors in the cast were Sharon Gruenwald as the Martian mother, Scott R. McKinley as Lauren, Scott Barry as Doolin, Marnie Warner as Judy, Patrick O'Reilly as the beat cop, Andrew Chan as the opening narrator and police lieutenant, Shannon Perry as Helen and the sidewalk woman, and this is Jeremy Sage in a role of cop in the car. That was amazing. Eh, why don't you just sit back and relax? We'll be at Bellevue in just a little bit. Bellevue? That where Dangerous Assignment is set? Uh, sure. Sure.